This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. This one was supposed to be a subscriber-only episode because I'm up to that. It's every uh, 20 or 25% of them based on whatever I decide at the moment, so every four or five of them. But um, I decided to make it a free one because I wanted to be able to share this idea with more people as it is pretty paradigm shifting for many. But still do subscribe. The next one coming up is what your child learns from observing you with your partner. And many people think that if they're just not like yelling or in open active conflict with their spouse that their child is just, you know, kind of like a... A plant that's just there and not really picking up much and just doing their own thing. They're not. They're observing you constantly. They're observing you and your spouse and how you interact. And that is extremely uh, integral to the template that they develop for how interpersonal relationships should work, such as their own later intimate relationships and even friendships. So uh, that's going to be the subscriber episode tomorrow. So please do subscribe now. Anyway, so uh, let's talk about this topic um, of what men want in bed. And let's just do higher libido partner in parentheses whenever I say men, because as I've said, it's more often men, but there are women who are the higher libido partner. Um, So what a lot of men want, what every high libido man wants is some sort of novelty in their sex life. Why? Because you know what? You only live once. (laughs) And there's two reasons. The first one is overuse of porn. So stop, you know, stop watching too much porn because most women are not, you know, porn actresses and therefore they do not do the things in porn because the people who do do the things in porn are being paid to do them. And they probably don't like doing them very much. But um, anyway, the second is that we're all going to die. And by about midlife, men realize if I don't do these things that I've always yearned for, even before many of my clients, even before smartphones and even the internet was a thing, I have wanted, for example, to get a blowjob. And if my wife of, you know, 20 years will not ever do that, and there are people in this situation, then I am going to go to my grave never having had a blowjob, which I, uh, you know, find to be horrible, you know, and, and pretty, pretty morbid. And I want something that makes me feel different and new at this stage in my life. I mean, this is why people cheat, honestly, not to get blowjobs, although that could be a secondary reason. But if you read Esther Perel's Mating in Captivity, which everybody should, she talks about that the number one reason people cheat is that they feel alive. You know, you get to a stage in life, it's just one fucking thing, right? After another, you feel like you're on a hamster wheel. And so people want that feeling again, at least in part of being young, having options, having potential. You you get up in the morning, you don't exactly know every single goddamn thing that's going to happen that day. 
like you do as an adult and as a parent, especially you're trying to keep your kids on some kind of a routine. So, I mean, what could be so exciting? You know, if there is an exciting thing, it's a vacation that you fucking planned (laughs) that, you know, down to the minute, everything that's going to happen pretty much. So people cheat because they want this sense of, of adventure of youth. It's frequently not even because they're dissatisfied in their marriages. So uh, related, when men want novelty in their sex lives, it's because there's really no novelty anywhere else. This is the most important thing to them, the most important love language. And at a certain point, you know, you've changed your careers enough times, you've figured out what you want to do for your life, you have a house here, you may have a beach house there, and uh, maybe financially you're set, or at least you see how you will be set, you are happy with your parenting, you've joined the softball league or whatever the hell, you know, CrossFit. I mean, what other kind of aspect is there in the average man's identity besides his sexual virility and his uh, sex sex life, you know? His sex life is that area where no matter how much he works on it frequently, there is no way to get any novelty in it without leaving his wife who he loves. So that's really a pickle. When women are in a situation where they want more novelty and more adventure – Men usually understand that super well because they themselves feel like that very frequently. Men are more often sensation seekers as well than, um, in fact, uh, what's her name? The... um the highly sensitive person woman, Elaine Aaron, came out with another construct called high sensation seeking. So if you Google high sensation seeking test, as I've told you to take the highly sensitive person test numerous times, you know, I write all about highly sensitive people. Half y'all's wives are probably highly sensitive people. Most of the women listening are probably highly sensitive people. It's 20% of the world, but probably 80% of people who are interested in psychology. But anyway, she has another construct, high sensitivity, sorry, high sensation seeking and in fact you need to get an 11 on this test to be a high sensation seeker as a woman but she says you need to get a 13 to be a high sensation seeker as a man because on average men are higher sensation seekers than women like that should be pretty obvious from people who've raised boys and girls who's climbing more usually boys so the the point here is men really understand their wives need for novelty and adventure even within you know, smaller, more constrained, constrained bounds than they have, because this is something that they themselves experience on the regular. So it's very rare for a woman to say, oh, I want to try something new, whether it's a new kind of exercise, a new place to eat, a new uh, place to live. And a man just like doesn't even understand men that are super rigid about that stuff and don't want their wives to have anything new in their lives are generally very rigid, depressed guys and should refer back to my OCPD podcast and just ones about when your wife thinks that you're very difficult all the time. I have one like that and may even want to think about the type of, well, definitely want to think about the type of home that they were raised in, whether they never got to do anything and had a very constricted negative upbringing. Because usually the default that I see in healthy relationships is the woman says, you know what? I always wanted to go, you know, to play pickleball. And the guy's already Googling pickleball, you know, especially if he loves his wife, right? And because he understands, oh, a new thing that she wants to do. Oh, that's like me. I like to do new things. I can understand that. And this is why the majority of happily married men go along with the wives' home renovation ideas. As I discussed in another podcast, this is a woman's – frequently women use this as a creative outlet, getting something new under the sun after like 40 years of life, etc. 
So for men, that whole thing is sex, you know, like all these guys that are like triathlon training and everything, if they had a better sex life, half of them would just not even do that. So the point is here that in reality, the reason that the man wants new things in bed is because he has a desire to feel alive, to feel that there's something new in his life, that it isn't just a straight shot from here to the grave, etc. But what if... The woman doesn't want to do the things that the man brings up to do. Well, <laughs> this is a, this. You might think this is like an insurmountable issue in this era where everybody's got to just do exactly what they want to do all of the time, which is obviously anathema for a healthy relationship, but is really good for self-actualization if you're single. Um, and I talk about this in my podcast episode, The Cult of Boundaries and Preferences and How They Sabotage Intimacy or what have you. I think that's the title. So, and by the way, this is super hard to search for any of these things. What you got to do is like remember any of the words I say for the title of the podcast and just type it into Spotify, Dr. Psych Mom Show Boundaries, and then you'll get like two of them and then you pick the right one. But anyway, that's just uh, my tech tip in case anybody's even stupider than me about technology. So um, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> now that I did the whole intro about how what men really want is to feel alive and different to do something new and how men overuse porn, here's the thing. So the man feels like, I want a blowjob. Why do I want a blowjob? Well, a blowjob feels good. But also, this is the thing. The man is not infinitely creative. So many women put their husband on a pedestal like he's some kind of, he like knows about sex. He knows about sex from who? From like the two girlfriends he had before you, the three one night stands. He's not a sex guru. He's just watched a lot of porn. So he seems like he knows a lot because he's, you know, he knows more than you do about things that people do in the world. You know, he knows about different sex acts, but he's not really that, um, super experienced men who are super experienced quite honestly don't usually get into a situation where they're married to somebody who won't give them a blowjob that's just kind of how it goes because the number one variable they were uh um selecting on for a life partner is will give blowjob blowjob equals baseline and then from there perhaps we're going to you know invite a third into our bedroom every weekend so like men who are super experienced the average woman listening to this is not dealing with such you know instead it's a fairly average man he says i want something different here's something different a blowjob that seems right you know i mean i've seen a lot of porn with blowjobs you know that sounds good that's this seems like it's going to make my life better this seems like something ubiquitous for other men seems more like that when you watch porn of course you could only watch blowjobs and you seem like 100 percent of men are getting them 100 percent of men are not getting them by the way um but anyway so the guy is not as creative as you think <laughs> nor does his preferences nor do they reflect some innate reality the way that you think they do nobody's does everybody's preferences are mediated by society by what they ate that day for breakfast by what they saw on tv you know by by a million fucking variables a million variables so the average man his preferences are much more malleable than you think the main thing that he wants is a partner to be enthusiastic about novelty so think about it like this so what if your husband said to you hey what i really want for my birthday is for you to to come fishing with me for 12 hours and it's going to be it's going to be great we're going to be this tiny little boat and it's going to be you know just us it's also going to be 40 degrees 
You might be like, no, but, you know, what about we do this other thing where it's like, I go out with you for like three hours and it's, you know, not, it's in a different place. So it's going to be like 60 degrees. So unless your husband's like a real asshole, he's going to be like, oh, okay. You know, like, I'll, I'll try that. Thanks for coming. You know, like, and if he is a super big asshole, then refer back to the rigid OCPD sort of, uh, not like everybody who's an asshole has OCPD. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are rigid and difficult. But if your husband is like within normal limits, as long as you come up with an alternate idea that's kind of in the same vein, he's going to see that you're trying. So what most women fail to do, which is fairly um, f- fairly easy for, for you to do as a woman, if you listen to my instructions, they don't, uh, re- they don't suggest a competing alternative at all. <laughs> so it's like as though you're a friend. So let's say you're trying to make friends with a girl, a woman at your kid's preschool pickup. And you say, hey, do you want to go get coffee? She says, I don't drink coffee. Well, (laughs) I guess you don't want to be friends then, you know, because if you did want to be friends, you'd be like, I don't drink coffee, but I know we could go to get tea at this place. Or you could say you could drink coffee, but I'll just, you know, bring a smoothie or something like either way, you're going to you're going to suggest an alternative if you give a shit about the relationship or about creating a relationship. But women don't do this in bed. The guy's like, I want a blowjob. And she's like, no. Well, I mean, where, you know, like what's happening? Like, where is the alternative that suggests that you are in some way receptive to anything? As I said, most guys are not like really, they don't have their, their flag planted in the ground about the blowjob. They really don't. I talk to them. I talk, this is my job. I talk to guys all the time. If the woman was like, well, I don't know about that. You know how I am about blowjobs, but here, check this out. Check out this link of this thing that I want to buy that is like a French-made outfit. Guess what goes the way of the dodo, the fucking blowjob? Because the guy is going to be so excited. He's going to pinch himself. Oh, my God, wait, you want to do anything? There's like something that you want? All right, it's not a blowjob. All right. You know, it's this other thing. Oh, my God, you want to do a thing? Wow. Trust me. The average man wants novelty and enthusiasm. If you come up with any competing alternative. Now, this does not mean that you shouldn't try to give him a blowjob. Of course, everybody should try to be extremely flexible within their marriage. If you have a hard stop on blowjobs, then why does he have a hard stop on, like, you know, not being a sarcastic asshole? You know, like, lots of, you know, one-to-one correspondence. If you think your partner has too many hard stops about things, you're going to amass a lot of them yourself. And they're going to be outside the bedroom or inside the bedroom. doesn't really matter. But if you come up with anything that indicates that you also value novelty and adventure within the sex life, you could run the whole show. The whole entire the sex life could turn into you getting to buy cute outfits from, uh, you know, whatever store and showing them to your husband. Bam! His sex life is like 10,000 million times better. The other thing that you're doing is showing that you're willing to play ball just in terms of the relationship overall, not even just the sex life. So instead of shaming him, you're saying, you know what, you're important enough to me that I am going to figure out some other thing, you know, that is uh, also something that you would like, but that can be something that both of us like, you know, or something that we both know I'm doing for you, but it's something that's not abhorrent to me or what have you. So this is like the, quote, hack, which I say, you know, in jest, because all this is is be doing what people in more healthy, close relationships do 
on a regular basis. They say, all right, you don't want to do, I don't want to do this, or I can't do this. I may think I can't do this, or I won't do this, but what about this? What they don't say is I can't do this, so go fuck yourself, pretty much. And if you do say I can't do this, so go fuck yourself, then don't be surprised when your marriage is terrible because that indicates a complete inability to see outside yourself, complete lack of empathy, lack of perspective taking, lack of kindness, lack of generosity. If you suggest literally any other, and you, so you're like, okay, well, I'm not somebody who could say that. You know, I am too shy to say something like that. We could go so low level, like so low level. If you cannot think about anything that you find remotely kinky or anything uh, outside the box, if you touch your husband more, <laughs> half your problems will go away, at least, if not all of them, literally. You, I, in, this happens in couples counseling all the time or in, in individual. The guy will be like, you know what I really want to do? I want to be DSM. And then like almost within 10 minutes of talking, he's like, you know, if my wife just kissed me when I came through the door, you know, yeah, that would also be good. <laughs> so like we've gone from the dungeon to just basic like affection. And this is not like this is not unusual. This isn't because um, something about men or, you know, women. I mean, you could see this with anything. So if you're a woman and you want to renovate the whole house and your husband's like, no, 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 no. And then like he comes home with a new countertop one thing and he's like, hey, like, you know, want me to install this thing? You can be like, yeah, wow. Okay. Okay, cool. You know, I mean, you could come home with a new fucking lighting fixture. You'd be like, wow, you know, like, wow, I really never thought you'd do that. You know, you really care about what the lighting is in the bathroom. That's so cool. You know, people are just this way. You know, every people don't want to be difficult. But if you and your discussions about the sex life have become completely polarized, which means one person is a caricature of the no position, one person's a caricature of the yes position, which is what happens in arguments without uh, intervention like couples work, then, you know, this is not reflective in reality of what your husband may be yearning for. He yearns for something deeper. He, When he's asking for the novelty in the sex life, he's asking for a a recognition of the fact that this is one of the few arenas in which he could still feel some sort of um, anticipation, potential, uh, excitement, novelty, etc. And number two, the fact that you would be willing to give him that indicates that you care for him, value him as a person and love him. If you see it in that way, then you will realize, oh, I can't just say no. I mean, that, that's like him saying, do you want to go on date night tomorrow night? And I just say, no. Oh, you don't just say no. You say, well, I can't tomorrow. Like, we got the kids doing this and this. But, like, maybe, like, next week. That's what you would say, you know, if you want to remain married. You wouldn't just be like, no. So you can't just say that with in bed either. But you have no idea the low level of alternative that you might have to suggest. And so, and then this builds on itself in a virtuous cycle, right? So let's say you're like, all right, I'm going to test this out. He's asking for a blowjob. I'm going to say, no, but... Why don't we do this thing where I put a blindfold on you? You're like, literally, all I have to do is not look at him, which I said that I don't want to do anyway because the eye contact freaks me out and he's already going to be excited. I promise you, if this is a new thing, he's going to be excited. I swear. Or your money back. This one is free, though. <laughs> but 99% of high libido men, if their low libido wife suggested putting a blindfold on them, would be overjoyed. Overjoyed. So 
the point is you may have to do far less than you think. And when he responds so well to these other things that you can realize he wasn't being some sort of rigid asshole that only wants it his way and he only wants a porn star because he watches too much porn and blah, blah, and he doesn't even care what I want and like all these like lies that women tell themselves then you will feel better about him. And you may even, in a wonderful turn of events, be like, well, you know, he's not a bad guy. Look how happy he is about this one thing that we did together. You know, it's really, he does just, seems just want anything that is new, different, and fun. I can understand that. I like things that are new, different, and fun in the domains that I value. So, you know, if he was this happy about this, like, low-level alternative sexual thing, what if I actually did give him the damn blowjob? Man, you know, he probably be over the moon. You know, I, I'm curious to see. That would be a best case thing. I am curious to see how happy he would be with the thing that he wanted all along. But honestly, for the men listening that are like, well, that's some load of shit. Literally, though, you're not picturing this accurately. Like, if you think it would be a load of shit to have to do an alternative, currently you're not doing the alternative either. You're doing nothing. <laughs> so trust me when I tell you that doing some fun alternative would be far better than you think, than doing nothing and bitching about it. So, <laughs> so a compromise is always better than nothing, right? And so what I encourage anybody listening, to do if you're the woman try to do what I say try to literally we're talking about French kissing I mean like there's there's this, this is like a low bar for like a couple that's struggling with their sex life but what you can't do now I'm just giving you a caveat what you can't do is say fine well we'll just do it more we'll do it once a week okay and during it I'm gonna act like I'm having my pancreas removed without anesthesia or, or and I'm trying to get myself into a zen state so that I don't you know uh, flip out from the pain like some women are in a dissociative trance during sex you cannot just offer more frequent coma sex like that you like you can't do that that's not like a thing the 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 category that we're in for offering an alternative from is new fun things. I don't care if the new fun thing is like you look at him. I don't care if the new fun thing is you touch him. You know how many men are like, she doesn't touch me. <laughs> she doesn't touch my body. And then they'll like make sure I understand what they mean. They're like, no, you don't understand. She doesn't ever touch me. I'm like, man, I know what you're saying because so many of your cohorts say the same thing. She doesn't touch me with her hands ever. You know, so if you're in that uh, bucket, uh, in that, that category, if you touch him with your hands, then, you know, I, I'm not even talking about his penis. That's best case scenario, like anywhere, like on his body then already the sex life is improved by like, you know, like 75%. And he may stop perseverating on other things because you seem to be an active and engaged participant as well as somebody who understands his need for, you know, adventure and life. Like the bedroom doesn't want to seem like a mortuary, you know, where like a, a relationship comes to die in midlife. Like that's not sexy. So anyway, try to take my advice. And if it doesn't work, remember what I always tell you. What do you do if all the stuff I'm telling you, 200, no, by now, 400, no, not 400 episodes, about close to 300 episodes. If all this stuff doesn't work, what do you do? You go to couples counseling. You go to couples counseling. <laughs> That's what you do. So try it. Try couples counseling. Try anything. Don't just give up on the relationship. Don't just give up on the sex life. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.